podcast addresses death, difficult emotional content, and contains profanity. Listen mm-hmm. with your own motherfucking discretion. <laughs> <laughs> Get your kids. This is Grief After Dark. Welcome to Grief After Dark bonus episode number two. Today we're going to be shamelessly plugging because that's what we need to do. And we've kind of realized that we haven't really introduced ourselves properly. So here we go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dee and I are, we've actually built some pretty cool shit in our lives. And (laughs) then we did this whole entire podcast with like zero shameless self-promotion. And yes. After four episodes, I'm kind of embarrassed to not. <laughs> Here we are. I am ready to shamelessly promote my jewelry business called Moonstar Charms. Yes. Who is Moonstar Charms? It's me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Honestly, where do I start? Back when I was a child, probably I'd say in the eight-year-old range, there was a gemstone superstore of sorts in South Pasadena that my dad used to take me to. I think it was called Greekers, but I'm not positive. I know it started with a G and I want to say it was a superstore, but I was eight. And so for me, it was just massive. And they would have these big barrels full of tumbled gemstones and beautiful lit up display cases with museum level rock specimens. And so my dad would take me there and he would buy me some rocks and he would buy me some just simple little findings like shit. You just like glue a rock onto. Mm -hmm. And I actually still have a piece that I made. It's just like a little brass kind of leafy finding on top of a piece of um, blue lace agate. Nice. I love it. Which was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, And so I like to think in some ways that's how far back the gemstone roots go for me because I really did like rocks even as a kid. Uh, Fast forward several decades um, when we lived in Burbank, and this is, I don't know, I'm going to say early, my early 30s. There was a gemstone store where she sold rocks. She sold jewelry. um, She was psychic as fuck and specifically with rocks. Mm -hmm. And so, and I did this with people several times. I'd be like, ask her what rock you need (laughs) in your life. And so many times, like I would watch her and she would look at the person and you could see her focus, just come to a pinpoint on them and immediately respond with the right answer. And anybody that she did it to was always like, whoa, and um, often ended up purchasing from her. And uh, she definitely deserved it. After meeting her or right around the same time of getting my love of rocks and their metaphysical properties kind of re-sparked, I had a friend that really liked making jewelry And she thought she was going to start a jewelry company and she had just bins and bins and bins of rocks and beads and jewelry making supplies. And I was working with her and another friend of mine who was doing sort of motivational speaking 
classes on manifesting, on gratitude, um, just giving yourself a more fulfilled life. And she used to do this thing where to call awareness to your thoughts, when you caught yourself having a negative thought, we would wear rubber bands on our wrists and we would just very lightly snap the rubber band. So some of us didn't want to just wear like a rubber band on our wrist all the time. And so me and this friend, the jeweler, we decided to get together and make a bunch of really cute, like beaded elastic bracelets that you could just very lightly snap. And it was a little less painful than a rubber band as well. And aesthetically far more pleasing. So she brings all her supplies to my house. We start marathoning bracelets and I am immediately obsessed. So she says, do you want me to just leave? I was just like, this is so fun. This is so cool. Oh my God, I love it. She's like, do you want me to just leave my supplies here? And I was like, yes. I ended up making like a hundred (laughs) bracelets over the course of like a handful of days. It was all I wanted to do. I just wanted to bead these little elastic bracelets. So we bring them to my friend's um, speaking events to sell Mm -hmm. to help support the speaking event. And my bracelets are selling really well. Well, then I end up through a series of events going part-time at my job. I've got more time on my hands. I start a self-study on gemstone healing properties. Um, Some of the geology of rocks as well. But like what I'm really interested in is the historical energetic use of these rocks across different cultures, across several centuries. And it was really interesting and really fun. So I start telling all of this to the lady who runs the rock shop. She starts having me make jewelry for her shop. I decide to invest a whopping $200. That's that's what I started my business with because that was all I had. So I took $200 and I bought a bunch of beads and I bought some jewelry findings, clasps, tools, took them to another speaking event, sold $300 worth of jewelry. I was like, well, shit, that works. Invested, reinvested the $300, bought more beads, bought more supplies. And literally right there, Moonstar Charms was born. And I'm so glad it was. Oh, thank you. Me too. Because it's been such an adventure to watch and to like wear your jewelry. For those of you who don't know, my favorite pieces of jewelry are all pieces of jewelry that Mickey has made. Thank you. And like one other person. Our mascots are acting up right now. I hear them. (laughs) I get excited. (laughs) So where can they find you now? Well, there are a couple places pretty close to where I live that carry my stuff mostly in my own shop at Sticks and Stones, handmade here in Durango. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moonstarcharms.etsy.com. And uh, we'll share that on the website as well. We'll do a whole little fancy little link. Yeah. It's going to be a whole little page. Okay. Not just one little link. All right. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's been such an incredible journey. I think I started my Etsy store in 2010. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, about 10 and a half years ago that, and I was selling a little bit before that as well, but that's kind of where it, it was. Like. It's longer ago than that. It was 11. <laughs> that's 11 the, the jewelry one. 
Yeah, for <laughs> sure. A long my, time ago. My Etsy shop is kind of where I feel like the markings of my professional business began. Right. And then what other skills do you have? In Maybe. addition to jewelry making? Yes. I know that one's your favorite, but what's the other things that you do? <laughs> um, gosh. Well, uh, I play piano. Yes. Um, Mickey first, is uh, behind that fantastic intro that comes on every time. Mickey's uh, taking on the eye. Those there. are three of the best <laughs> chords I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually it's yeah those are three chords in a song that I wrote that I haven't done a damn thing with um because I am extraordinarily shy about my music <laughs> and I have terrible performance anxiety and that's why I'm a podcaster because I get to just sit in a dark room all by myself and you don't get to look at me so there <laughs> judge away um judge away. yeah I I play piano um, I love gardening. I would consider myself to have a pretty good green thumb. I have a ton of plants. Uh, I mentioned knitting. I do enjoy knitting. Yes. Uh, I read a lot, though that's not necessarily a skill. Of course it is. I read probably 30 books a year. So Wow, that's amazing. I feel like more than some, less than others. That's, that's impressive. Well, thanks. A lot of fiction and nonfiction. Um, what else do I do? Photography. You know, mostly. Which is one of the reasons, actually, you know, where we bonded, firstly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I am familiar. I'm quite familiar with a camera and Lightroom and Photoshop, different photo editing programs. Um, I used to work in photography. I did a little bit of headshots. I did some wedding photography for a couple years. I worked in a pro photo lab for like 15 years when I was in LA, which is where I picked up all my post-production skills. These days, mostly, I'm going to say like 99.9% of the time, if I'm holding my camera, I'm photographing jewelry for my Etsy shop. But man, it's a good skill to have because those pictures (laughs) have to look pretty or people are going to think you're full of it. Right. And Mickey took some really amazing um, engagement photos of myself. And oh, I just FYI. It. I forgot about that. <laughs> Descanso Gardens. Yes. Those were, we had, those were adorable, but you guys oh my were God. adorable and that was very easy. We had so much fun. Mm-hmm. We have those, those pictures. Up. Those are some of the only pictures we really have up around the house are pictures that you've taken of us. Yay. <laughs> which I, I don't know if it's a coincidence or magic or whatever, but um, that's that. What else are you passionate about? I am passionate about life and living and savoring mm-hmm. life. So I'm kind of a bigger, fiery, passionate <laughs> personality. So if it's something I like to do, I'm probably moderately passionate about it. Um, I, I, I'm very passionate about art in general, making it and appreciating others. Um, I find art absolutely everywhere. I can't go on a hike without marveling at the artistry of nature. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a sunset can make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, I'm passionate about people caring for one another. 
I'm passionate about education for the future generations so that I can be old and not terrified for the world I live in. Yes. I'm so, so passionate about like every little nook and cranny of art. Right, 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 right. It is most moving for me. What's your favorite type of art to ingest? In general, I would probably have to say music Mm -hmm. because it's such a big part of my day-to-day. And Mm -hmm. I run the gamut. I was listening to my, um, I think it's called Soothing Classical Station on Spotify. (laughs) Um, The last concert I went to was Slayer. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mostly play classical music on the piano, but I also like almost every kind of music. You made a Christmas CD too one year, didn't you? I sure did. We did it two years. Two years. <laughs> yes. At least Christmas. two years, maybe even Those. three. Yeah, we did a couple straightforward Christmas albums where they were actual Christmas songs. And then we did a very unmarried Christmas where it was all breakup songs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, not every Christmas is fucking merry. That's true. All right. I, you already know. I, I fucking hate Christmas. So yep. like, <laughs> no offense to anybody who loves Christmas. That's your business. Go ahead. I don't want to shit yep. on your parade or anything. Is there anything that you have a burning desire to tell everybody? Yes, I do. What is it? If there is something that you are interested in. Mm-hmm. particularly if it's something you'd like to make. I would love for you to just make it. Mm-hmm. Just make something. Make Read Big Magic <laughs> Yes, by Elizabeth Gilbert. Fucking get over yourself and yep. just make make art. Make something. Don't worry about whether or not you're going to be good at it. Don't try and sell it. Don't turn it into a business. Just if there's something in you creatively that wants out, please, I beg you, let it out. Because even if it's only for you, that level of expression is not like anything else you can do in the rest of your life. Honestly, make some shit, (laughs) make some shit. Um, I would also suggest the uh, commencement speech by Neil Gaiman. Make good art. Uh, Make good art. (laughs) So good. Yes. Well, I think that concludes our shameless plug for Moonstar Charms. And you all need to go find Moonstar Charms on Etsy and order something because... Uh, is fantastic jewelry. Hey, you know what else we haven't said a damn thing about? And What's we're that? so far into this adventure. Our website is griefafterdark.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can probably <laughs> search us and find us, but please find us at griefafterdark.com. Uh, we have all kinds of links to different things that we've talked about on the episodes. Every episode has a ton of links. There's... Um, transcriptions that Dion has worked very hard on. There's captioned video links. But yeah, go on griefafterdark.com, check things out, uh, peruse, and you can find <laughs> a link to um, Moonstar Charms Jewelry should you feel like you have 
any need for some new fresh sparklies in your life. Also, if you feel like you might need a rock, please contact me. Um, if you're not sure what rock it is, contact me. I love doing custom stuff and pairing people with good energetic juju one way or another. So, hooray. Yes. Thank you so much for your patience and love and <laughs> everything. Your niceties with my shameless self-promotion. Oh, absolutely. All right. Thank you. Peace oh, out, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>